Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that knows that fish are friends, not food. Intervention! 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 Hellmouth? Hellmouth. This is season five, episode 18. Intervention. Original air date. Intervention. April twenty fourth, two thousand and one. It's gonna be just Woo! as fun as those interventions that the sharks have. Probably. Probably. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I had a better time with this than I anticipated. You've been dreading it so hard. So hard. So well, much. <laughs> my real concern was that I thought that Buffy Bot like stuck around oh, for like no. a real long time. Or at least a couple episodes. So the fact that she's just gone, uh, mm, warms the cockles of my heart. As we see, it breaks down very fast once anyone runs into BuffyBot. Which, I mean, we'll get to that, I guess. Why? Why is she programmed to go out and want to slay vampires? (laughs) Why? That's part of the profile Uh, on Buffy. I guess she's just supposed to be Buffy? I don't know. Because really... Who would ever have discovered it if not for that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it. So there are certain parts of this episode that were far worse than I imagined. <laughs> oh, but no. overall, I had a better time with it than I thought I would. So in a sense, it's a wacky magic fun times. Yes. In a sense, as we've been very clear, I would say, it's soups gross. Oh, it's so it's gross. Gross as all hell. Oh, it's so but gross. It's, it's wacky magic fun times in the sense that, like, the wacky thing that's happening is now done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just <laughs> Buffy bought at least one robot this season. <laughs> at least one. As promised, here we are, our second oh, robot. Lordy Lou. We're, we're so definitely then... done now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this to me? I don't know whether you're lying I'm anymore. I'm person, I know. I'm just planting the seeds. We've been over this. So Malcolm, Ted, the other robot in this season, and then Buffy Bot makes four? I mean, no, Adam. Adam's a robot. Adam's a, yeah, he's a half robot, half human, half demon. Whatever. And then, like, by that token, Forrest is also a robot. Yeah, he doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, five... Five for five, five for let's five, say. Let's call it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of robots for this ostensibly fantasy-themed show. What? Why the fixation on giant snakes and robots? <laughs> I don't know. At least the giant snakes are like a destroy penises metaphor, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? You know, it's like a big penis-esque thing, and Buffy gets to like kill it. <laughs> You know, giant snakes. <laughs> is that a... Because, you know, feminism. That's not what <laughs> feminism is, guys. <laughs> I was considering just blowing right past that. I think I heard you <laughs> think about not touching that at all. <laughs> okay, so Giles is helping out around the Summer's house just start this off and Buffy's like oh I'm worried that being a slayer is making me emotionally unavailable to all of my friends and especially my definitely real sister Dawn yeah Eh. so like it's a legit concern cool 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 yeah right Riley left Dawn 
essentially called her emotionally unavailable because she wasn't crying about Joyce. Yeah. I mean, why are we jumping from that to, like, Desert Quest? (laughs) Vision Quest! Vision Quest! (laughs) Fix all your nonsense. It'll help you find your center or your roots or something. Goes back to the first Slayer, which will be... A calming influence in this time? Uh, Giles is grasping at straws here, and it's pretty obvious. Like, Sunnydale probably doesn't have too many actual therapists, right? Oh, no. They're very booked if they do exist. Yeah. They're either yeah, very people booked. people got legit shrubs. Or they just, like, don't even... They're like, it's too much. Everyone <laughs> in this town is insane. Yo, if we just move out to LA, yeah. we can counsel snobby movie stars. Actually, yeah, they'll probably get a lot more money there. Yeah, and it'll be so much easier because yeah. they just all have daddy issues. <laughs> okay, so then we go on from that lovely scene to the first instance of gross Spike. It's Warren helping Spike. He's just set up the Buffy bot. And when, Michaela, did they think that this would be a good plot line? At what point? Did anyone say, this is where we want to take our popular fan-favorite character, Spike? It's a good question, because anything in a TV show has a lot of planning go into it. Oh, yeah. For the most part, anyways. There's, like, a lot of planning. And this, you know, you have to have the other robot episode to set this up. Well, you've got to have Spike devolving into this really creepy dude for a number of episodes to set this up. That's true. There was a lot of foreshadowing for this. Yeah. No, it took us a while to to get here and, like, to fully buy. Yeah, Spike's the kind of guy who would make a sex robot of Buffy. It's so unnecessary, but they took so much time in setting it up. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, I'll I'll make two things very clear. Do it. Thing one is that I think Sarah Michelle Gellar is hilarious as the Buffy bot. Yes. She is delightful as all hell. Mm -hmm. And I wish to separate that from the fact that she is a sex robot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I think we can do that. And I think that's, as two, that's totally reasonable. two separate things, Buffy Bot is so fun, other than yes. all the sex stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> other than the really problematic sex stuff, right. Buffy Bot's very fun. Super fun. Yeah. So there are some scenes in here that are genuinely very fun. There's also some scenes in here where I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry for Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Because she had to film these. Right. But then she asks Anya how her money is. Right? And fuck, the isn't how's that your money? Fun? You're like, yes, that's the perfect thing to ask Anya. <laughs> and Anya is so pleased by it, right? She's so, she's touched. Yeah. Like, this is the first genuine emotional thing someone in the Scoobies has said to her ever. And she's like, oh, it's so sweet. My money's good. Thank you for asking. This robot really gets Anya. Really gets (laughs) Anya. All right, so Glory's pretty worried about losing control of Ben. She's very self-centered in her pain, and that's just delightful. Is this the same backless dress she was wearing in that other episode? Excellent question. Because it is, as I captured, a red velvet twin-ish set. It's got, like, the shawl that is just the shoulders, but then it's backless still. Even though it's got, like, the two pieces to it. But I don't remember that one being velvet. Oh, shit. 
That's a good... Because this one's velvet. But it was definitely two pieces. Like It, it was definitely two pieces. I think it was a brighter red. <laughs> oh, God, you might be right. I mean, we have these pictures. We do. We can what, check. What fucking episode and was that? And there is, like, a very prominent sort of arm fringe happening right yeah. around her elbow that I do not remember from the other one. I don't one. remember that happening at all. Shit. Okay. Which episode was that? It's the one where she comes to visit Buffy... So it's yeah. before Dawn knows she's the key. Okay. Oh, it's, it's when the Watcher fucks come. Checkpoint. Oh. You're, oh, you're right. It isn't the same dress. It's not the same dress. Jesus. <laughs> like, it's, what fantastic nonsense. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty similar, but it's not the same. They're very similar they're dresses, so but they're similar. different. I love it. Because, yeah, I thought, like, oh, man, Glory's, you know, she she's a major character in this season. But, of course, they want to reuse some outfits, so this makes sense. But, no. No, it's a different dress. Like, I legitimately did not get a picture of it because I was like, oh, it's the same dress as before. I don't need another picture of that. No. Nope. No. Incorrect. No. Incorrect. And, Michaela, I'd like us to revisit the classic segment right now. You know, it's deep into season five, and I think we've got enough information to go back to Villainous Ranking. The Evil League of Evil is watching, so beware. The brain that you receive will be your last, we swear. So make the bad horse gleeful, or he'll make you his mare. Oh, yeah. Man, when's the last time we did a Villainous Ranking? I think never, if my calculations are correct. (laughs) We do have a lot of information now. So, we've got five strong villains, right? Four strong villains. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, who's best and who's worst? I because like Spike and Drew, I would count as one unit. But then is Evil Angel in there as well? Maybe. I, I would separate him from them because he's a very different villain than they are. Right. So then we've got Master in first season. Yeah. Spike and Drew early second season. Yeah. Evil Angel, yeah. late second season. Mayor for third season. Adam for fourth. And now Glory for fifth. Yeah. Who's who's coming in at number one for you? Mayor. Mayor's my top, Mayor? I think. Mm, I mean, yeah, it's hard to beat. Evil Angel's up there for me too. Mm. Just because there's something just so poetic about it being Angel. And him just being so fucking fun. Oh, he's so good. He's so much better than regular Angel, too. Well, that's the other thing, right? You have this comparison. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, presence in the season and, like, having a plan and being scary and then still somehow managing to be a good mayor, I just (laughs) feel like the mayor is such... He's running away with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. I think Angel does a great job. He brings a lot of presence to the show. He's there and he's interacting with people enough, but he's not like, it's not like he's just talking and then running away. So that's nice too. And you've got the whole reenacting the ghosts thing that brings him in late season. That's all good. And he kills a major character. Yeah. He kills J-Cal. He's like a legitimate threat. So I think that's solid second place for me. Master versus Spike and Drew. I think I'm going Spike and Drew. I like the Master's handwork, but, like, the rest of it... uh, uh, And, like, Ao never really did anything. Ao's the worst. The the Master is a very good season one villain, though, because Mm -hmm. he is just an extra spooky vampire, which is a good amount of power creep for the, the main villain when you're presenting this as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
Yes. Spike and Drew are tough for me because Drew is fantastic, but the badass decay on Spike <laughs> just, it makes it so hard it's for me unreal. to ever find him scary. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. there's so much more content of him being not scary at all <laughs> that when he shows up and you're like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be scared of this guy. It's just such a hard sell. <laughs> <laughs> and then where does Glory rank into all of this for you? I actually think I would put her third. Okay. I, af- just after Angel? Yeah. Yeah. I would I'd support that. I think Mayor first... Evil Angel second, and then Glory third. Because Glory has a lot of the same strong points as the mayor, where she has Mm -hmm. a very defined goal. There's a timeline. And, you know, something about the villain being around and, like, being invulnerable, essentially, Mm. is very helpful. Yeah, that is compelling. It's a very good reason why Buffy can't just go and kill that person or that god or whatever it might be at any point during the season it's like no we have to figure out the way to do it before we can go and do it and then with angel it works because buffy is struggling emotionally (laughs) to do it instead well i mean it works and it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) i love glory's style yeah she is amazing and she might even go above evil angel for me yeah She's got great style. I can definitely see the argument for that. There's just something about Evil Angel that I just... He is so fun. He's just... Oh, God. And Glory is also very fun. And that's... A lot of all of this is really what's missing from Adam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor neglected Adam. It's obviously Doesn't last. even make the top five Buffy villains from the first five <laughs> seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, God, he's such a garbage villain, and we've been over that so many yeah. times, but he's so, so garbage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> love, love Glory. I loved when Angel was doing his <laughs> flirting with Drusilla mm. <laughs> garbage in front of Spike. But this is just it. Like, in the season where Spike is supposed to be the villain, he's in a wheelchair for half of it. Yeah, that's true. Right? Drusilla is much scarier than him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Poor Spike. All right. That was a good uh, good check-in with our villains. Let's head on to the desert, Michaela. I, I don't know if you've got a picture of this. Uh, brown Coats Never Die? Ooh, nice title. I've just called it Desert Gear. Right. Oh, Which... we've got, again, quite similar pictures. I've got Giles yeah, got despondently <laughs> shaking his gourd. <laughs> He's trying to, like, help Buffy on this vision quest, so he needs to, you know, summon the guide for her. And it's very hokey pokey, the the ritual that he ends up doing. It really is. He jumps into the circle, jumps out of it, and then shakes his gourd all about. And yeah, he's he's not too happy about it. But I mean, that's the ritual. That's the ritual. Yeah, my picture's really a lot more of a commentary on, I understand that it's going to be cold in the desert at night. I get that. Uh 
But right now, it's day. What is Buffy wearing? It's also wearing? real cold. So <laughs> they're both rocking the brown coats. Yeah, they are. She has a turtleneck, one of many oh, that we will see in this episode. So many. Never die. It's, it's so high, too. Oh. Like, turtlenecks can just go around your neck, Buffy. But this one goes, like, oh. mid-chin. Oh, yeah. It's, she's going to be very, very warm. She's already yeah. just sweating buckets. I think she may have stolen this coat from Malcolm Reynolds, too. It's a little bit more leathery, though. Mm-hmm. Or suede. Yes, it's suede. It's, That's it's what it like is. It's just like a big old suede coat, which also sounds so hot. So I really like Buffy's workaday gear, especially compared with the Buffy bot yeah. who is in glamorous, gross Buffy things. Because <laughs> uh, Buffy's look through this entire episode is like, oh, no, I'm going and I'm actually doing something. Yeah. But why is she wearing entirely brown? I don't know. To... Just because. And then she takes her turtleneck off, her turtleneck sweater, and she's got a brown crew neck uh. t-shirt under it. So she layered up with brown. She was like, I'm Boy. going to the desert. I want to fit in there. Yeah, you want to blend I've in, right? I've heard it's very brown. <laughs> uh. And Giles has matched her with his brown coat. Yeah. Just garbage. Yeah. Hokey Pokey is great, though. Love it. So good. And then we cut to, I'm sure, one of your favorite scenes. Mm. So mm-hmm. we really don't have to go into this because it's pretty much exactly what you would think it is. So it's Spike having sex with Buffy Bot. I will say I did not expect this all to be as just played straight as it was. Because at one point when oh, when Spike's hair is all disheveled because <laughs> he was getting a blowjob from Buffy Bot, you're like... <laughs> Wait, where did this show go so wrong yeah. that this was allowed to happen? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so We don't have to go into it. I'm just super disappointed. I would like to direct you to my picture, Return of the Hoops. Yes, I was so excited to see that BuffyBot had hoops in. Now, I've just got one, one slight problem with these hoops. When okay. they're in Warren's house and... He is presenting Spike with this robot. She's mm-hmm. not wearing those hoops. Okay, and so... this implies some strange things. It implies things that we have basically been shown. Because <laughs> obviously, Spike stole Buffy's one pair of hoop earrings, which she has <gasps> not been able to find. Oh my so God. she stopped wearing them, and, and then he's been keeping them for Buffy Bot. She sees those and she's like, my fucking hoops. Oh my yep. You've, you've cracked it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to see the hoops as sinister <laughs> as they may be. Yeah, Ugh. it's the rest of it's awful. But Buffy's got a sick mountain lion guide for her vision quest. How much funnier would it be if it turned out that this wasn't the guide? It's just like some <laughs> random mountain lion. It turns around and attacks <laughs> it's her. It's just to fight it. Uh, imagine uh, how shitty that fight scene would be. Oh my god. Like a big yeah, stuffed when, cat. <laughs> when they were showing this, I was getting flashbacks to the Shumash bear transformation <laughs> yes, fight. Exactly. And I was like, no, please don't make it fight. Uh, don't do it. Yeah. Well, no, it's the guide. Everything's fine. And it's leading her to a location that's making me feel pretty restless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's the place where she fought slash saw the first Slayer. And she's like, oh, it's that thing. But it's also familiar. I feel like I've seen this before. Which is good, I guess. Gives restless a little more oomph. Actually, <laughs> sure. there was one thing in particular that I'm currently recalling about restless that 
at the time we didn't discuss because it hadn't happened yet. So the part of the episode where Joyce is randomly living in the wall saying very strange things to Buffy. Oh, yeah. Is apparently, I mean, again, according to the wiki, supposed to sort of be foreshadowing for the uh, crazy things she starts to say when she's got that tumor pressed on her brain. Oh. Whether or not that's true, hard to that's say. That's a reach. <laughs> <laughs> but that was uh, that was one of the things that I did not bring up at the time. So there you go. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good to have some closure on that very strange scene. Yeah. I mean, it is a reach, but then at the same time, at least it gives some... Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to see a lot more of Joyce in this show. Well, that's it, right? If it hasn't been closed up yet, what are the chances it gets closed up in the future? Basically zero. (gasps) Not great. Yeah. Yeah, so we're back to the whole first Slayer thing, and that's great. I love the fact that Buffy needs a guide to take her to the... I was like, okay, so this, this mountain lion's the guide, and then she shows up at the place and she's like, first Slayer, are you my guide? And I'm like, wait, oh, oh, what was the mountain lion then? That was a... Pre-guide. A a thing to show you the way to the guide? I'm not sure. The the first player doesn't seem so much like a guide as like a weird, I mean, prophecy spewing oracle type. Your gift is death. There's there's no guidance here. There's just a bunch of prophetic nonsense. (laughs) I'm sure it's all good for finding roots or your center or some nonsense. I mean, hey, yeah, death is her gift. That's definitely not going to come up again. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> so the, the Scoobies are trying to take care of Don and still do some patrolling while Buffy is uh, out of action for a brief period. And I've got this called Never Die, and you've called it Turtomaniac. <laughs> yeah. Because second turtleneck, <laughs> Yeah. the girls of a feather wear sweaters together. Ooh, I like that in your picture, she's reading the magazine called Twist. Or is that what it's called? I think so. Some sort of teen. I didn't notice. Teen magazine. Is this a real thing? It can't possibly be real. <gasps> Twistmagazine.com. It's still active? <laughs> oh, wait. What are the headlines here, Michaela? You can't leave me in suspense. Oh, God. I don't know who these people are. Oh, I'm so old. Oh. <laughs> Okay, wait. Okay, so there's some guy named Tommy Dorfman. There's a thing about him. He's from okay. 13 Reasons Why, so I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Madison Beer has pink hair. Great. Good for her. Yeah, Dove Cameron has also has a hair makeover. Great. Uh, I was hoping that would happen. Selena Gomez I know is her. doing something. Excellent. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. China McLean also has nope, some, a don't hair. Know her. Queen of rocking beautiful and versatile hairstyles. Why, why are there so many hair articles in this? Is this a hair know. magazine? There's another thing about Selena Gomez. Uh, okay, so Don is reading Twist magazine and what a twist. We come into the second part of what I like to think of as the effort to make Don the most likable character. <laughs> Making her a kleptomaniac. Yeah, she's stealing shit now because she got that thrill from stealing that book before and now she's she's got a taste for it, Michaela. And the, the writers were like, oh man, we've made her too reasonable recently. After her nonsense acting like an eight-year-old, now we need to give her some other annoying character trait. Let's make her a klepto. I mean, what do teens do when they want to act out? They steal things. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed. So that's that's why I've Science called... 
facts. That's why I've called my picture Turtomaniac, because she's wearing a turtleneck and she's a kleptomaniac, <laughs> therefore she is a turtomaniac. Although, that could just be someone who really likes turtlenecks. Hmm. What about turtles? Yeah. Are, tur- are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans called turtomaniacs? Oh, that's problematic. Because hmm. <laughs> that's what I thought that was a reference to. No, it's because she's a kleptomaniac and he's wearing yeah, a and turtleneck. A turtle. Yeah, and yeah. a <laughs> Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Well... Yeah. Listen. Anya's concerned about the whole Tara doing magic because she's not as good as it as Willow is and blah, blah, blah. It's all fine. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's all good. Yeah. I feel really bad for SMG having to say darn your sinister attraction to Spike. Uh, Although, again, pretty charming. So she's just delivering these absurd lines in such an upbeat fun way that again mm-hmm. if you can separate the two things entirely yes. it's yeah so if you can fun. separate the implications it's great if you can't nah it's problematic right Glory's pissed that she doesn't know who the key is but it's probably someone important to buffy so she's getting her jinxes and her mercs to follow <gasps> the scoobs around yeah they're like as i've said before the most conspicuous fucking <laughs> things they're, like, on Anya and Xander's balcony right? somehow. They're just everywhere. We get another reminder that Willow is definitely still going to school. Mm. Yeah. As are all of our main characters uh, except for Xander, yeah, right? Apparently. <laughs> There's a weird little scene of her leaving whatever class she was in. And she tells this other student who she's given her notes to, like, not to dog-ear the pages or, like, get Mm -hmm. stains on it. And I really felt like this was a bit of a throwback to that time that Giles lent Jake how that book. (gasps) And then she said a bunch of very similar things. She did. The wiki did not mention this. So I feel like a genius now. You are a genius. (laughs) Michaela Marshall, amazing detective slash genius. <laughs> yeah. So yes, Buffy Bot goes a slaying after Spike is temporarily done with her. But it's going to be fun. She's as- asking Anya how her money is. And uh, just as people are starting to get a bit suspicious, Spike shows up to sh- run interference. Yeah. And she just keeps trying to hold his hand. I mean, oh, uh, <laughs> it's Spike and he's wearing a coat. Like, it's just... <laughs> She's so genuinely happy that he's wearing a coat, you know? It's so good, yeah. Uh, It's good, but also bad, right? I mean, and this is just the second time that we've proven that Anya loves robots, you know? She loves that other robot. She's got very good chemistry with robots. She really does. So then, right, vampires attack as Spike is trying to say that this place is swarming with vampires. And he's like, oh boy, I was actually right. And then the jinxes are on hand watching as Buffy protects Spike (gasps) from the vampires. Above all others. Wait, no, I used too many scare quotes there. But yeah, yeah, it's happening. And yes, above all others. Like she values him. Like he's valuable. (laughs) There's a lot of Lord of the Rings shit happening in this episode. Oh, yeah. Precious hobbits with leprosy. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does Anya get her first dusting in? Ooh, I think so. I don't I don't recall another time that she got an on-screen dusting. This oh, listeners, she's killed a vampire. I'd like to be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> right, not the other yeah, not the other dusting. Right, because then she breathes in a bunch of dust and that's problematic oh, too. <laughs> gross. It's so gross. <laughs> I know. We've done this to ourselves. You're complicit now. 
<laughs> I think this is your picture for like what? Oh yeah, her her coat is ballin'. I love her coat. Have we seen this coat before? I think we, we may have. We might have. It's sort of... The fur lapels, fur trim around the cuffs. And then it's like a long green coat. Mm-hmm. It's also very warm looking. I guess it's winter, mm. right? Is this it's Sunnydale winter? It's very cold winter? right now. <laughs> it's very cold. We want to be very clear how cold it is. Uh, yeah. It's sunny D. But she's, she's looking fashionable. It's a good graveyard look. I don't know, for whatever reason, all of these scenes in the graveyard seemed extra misty to me. <laughs> and I don't know if that was uh, intentional. <laughs> no, Michaela, they, they still don't know how to light a scene. <laughs> And, like, color grading doesn't Uh, exist. And I'm sure they were using just enormous amounts of mist. I, uh... Ugh, they should not have been. After slaying some vampires, Zanya are walking away, and then they're like, oh, we need to tell Buffy something or some such. They go back and... Xander's real suspicious, as he should be. He's like, Buffy was acting super weird and didn't ask about Dawn. Maybe we should make sure that she's not lost her mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out. And instead... (laughs) They see Buffy, Bot, and Spike getting the dust on in the graveyard. (sighs) Oh, man. Like, what's that going to do to the robot? Not good things, man. (laughs) Not good things. No. No. Gotta hope that there's some sort of reservoir, right? It's not just, like, not just open to the electronics. That wouldn't be a pleasant experience. Oh, no. It's probably, like, you know the thing that you, like, take out of your vacuum and empty? (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> I'll never look at my Roomba the same way. Oh, poor Roomba. Poor Roomba. Oh. I used to like my Roomba so much. Well, not anymore. So you know, that's that's what I do. I ruin oh. things for you. <laughs> right. So Willow and Tara are pretty appalled by this news. And let's check in on the vision quest. How's that going? Uh, there's a fire now. Oh, no, wait. First, Buffy somehow managed to fall asleep on a rock. Mm-hmm. Which is Good. weird. Very comfortable. Yeah. And now there's a, a spooky desert fire. Spooky desert fire, first slayer, all that stuff. <laughs> Were you yawning <laughs> for that sentence? For that entire sentence. <laughs> Great. Let's keep that That was in. genuine. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not the most interesting thing. (laughs) It's a lot of, as we said, prophetic nonsense. And like, that's not super great if you don't know what's going to happen. Okay, so we know that death is Buffy's gift. And that one revelation takes a surprisingly long time to come out of the first layer. Because she's like, you have a gift. You're on your path to your gift. Your gift is coming. (laughs) Right. You are on the path. The path. To your gift. Because out of- Your gift is death. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> fucking finally. Yeah. Because everything she says, like the rest of it is essentially pointless. This is the only right? relevant piece of information. There's one relevant sentence. And Buffy is eventually going to be like, oh, I guess this is what she meant by death is your gift. Neato. <laughs> And that's great. And, like, realistically, what we really needed out of this was a reason to get Buffy out of Sunnydale, right? Yeah. Because otherwise the Buffy bot thing doesn't work at all. No, but, no, it does not. But, yeah, so uh, it's the kind of thing where this 
prophecy stuff, I'm not sure that it changes anything. Like, yeah, we, it, it's not gonna. Buffy would have made the same decision regardless, I think. But we can obviously <laughs> discuss that more when it actually happens. But like, I was just thinking that, like, oh, you know, they got this prophecy. That's the thing that they needed to get done in this episode. And I'm no. like, did they? They didn't at all. No. That didn't need to happen at all. No. And before, just now, I also had this weird sense that like, okay, we got the prophecy out of the way. Good. Got that checked <laughs> off. But yeah, what does it, what does it change or do? Not no. much. All right. So <laughs> BuffyBot's pretty explicitly giving Spike a blowjob, gaggeth unto me with a spoon, and Xander shows up. Uh, and I'm like... Once again, someone talks about how they should just kill Spike and how it would make their lives a lot easier. And then Xander doesn't. And he doesn't even get himself a haircut or kill Spike. (laughs) No, he does none of the things he should be doing. None of the things. There's a a part earlier where uh, BuffyBot is like miming that she's going to stake Spike. And there was a part of me that just thought... Why didn't Warren, who had literally all the power in this <laughs> oh situation, just program uh, the robot to kill Spike? Oh, it would make his life so much easier. Right? How does it make any sense for him to give Spike what he wants? Hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, so then minions show up and they capture Spike and they knock Xander out. Xander concussion count going up. Hell no. I mean, yes, but it's not good, so... Hence the no. But yeah, they have come for the precious person, the new person in Buffy's life who she values mm-hmm. above all others, which is bad for Spike, good for basically everyone else that this is who they, they land mm. on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some more notes about the Buffy Vision Quest stuff, and like it just <laughs> serves to reinforce my point, because I've got a quote written down, which is just, love will lead you to your gift. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> It went on for so long. So much longer than it needed to. Yeah, you're full of love. Love will lead you to your <laughs> gift. <laughs> That's so, so useless. It all's just saying nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, oh, here's one. Your gift is death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, death is your gift. Great. Okay, BuffyBot's very concerned that Spike is gone. So she goes to find Willow. Who, who is gay. Has... <laughs> 1999 to present. <laughs> Recently gay. Right. That's relevant. <laughs> You're recently gay and my best friend. Oh man, when BuffyBot drops the truth bomb, Angel's lame, his hair goes straight up, and he's bloody stupid. That's so fucking good. Because you could just imagine Spike saying those exact words. <laughs> well, I love the bloody stupid just gives it away yeah. so much. It's so good. Oh man. <laughs> And just, like, just the very idea that, like, why would anyone bring Angel up at all? But he felt the need to program that into the robot. Oh, God. Because I'm just imagining, like, the beta software. She was like, I love Angel. And Spike's like, no, fuck, wait. Oh, jeez. Warren, change your programming. Angel's lame. His hair goes straight up and he's bloody stupid. (laughs) Right? And so it's just, like, so fun! fun. It's so good. Um, Xander shows up and raises the alarm about Spike being captured, and he does know who the key is, so, like, that's probably not good. Yeah, it's really very bad. Because from their perspective, and really, this is, like, the only thing that makes sense from the perspective of Spike is an evil vampire is Spike's gonna cave to torture pretty quickly. Mm. Right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
You'd think, anyways. But when they bring the key to glory, she punches him into a wall, which is actually quite cathartic in an episode where he's been banging Buffy Bot the entire time. Yeah, she smells that old vampire right on him. Uh, I love Glory's craziness and her just complete out of wackedness. <laughs> I guess this is both of our pictures. Yeah. I've got glorious and uh, fashionable bedspread. Right, because I really feel like the pattern on this dress is what you would see on, like, a comforter mm. at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It's very I, shiny. It's looking a bit paisley, but yeah. yeah, very shiny blue. I mean, it is a great dress. Don't get me wrong. Mm. It's really short. <laughs> it's, it's, yes, it's so It's short. really short. Yeah, uh, and uh, it looks so good, though, with, like, with her uh, hair color and those mm-hmm. super red lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That super great. Yeah. And yeah, when so like punching Spike into the wall, he goes flying 20 feet or something. <laughs> and then she gets him onto the bed, jumps on top of him, and then just starts digging the finger straight <laughs> yeah. into his chest. Oh, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> Shoves her Shit. finger right in there. Oh, man. Because, yeah, she obviously has figured out, okay, this guy can't possibly be the key. He's a vampire. And that's just not how these things work. But if Buffy was treating him this way... Maybe he knows who the key is. That seems like a pretty yeah. reasonable deduction. He's at least important. Yeah. yeah. Probably knows where the key is or who the key is. Something about the key. Let's make him talk. And so it doesn't look good for their chances of getting to him early. Early enough to stop this secret from getting out. Uh, the slick, like, Buffy bot goes upstairs to change in the Summer's mm. house. Followed by a real Buffy coming back into the room. Obviously in a different outfit. Just a bit quick. Super delightful, actually. Loved it. It's very, like... It's it's very sitcommy in its execution, it's tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah. Which is of course that's the point. Oh man, when when they're trying to like make a plan to find glory and they're looking at the Buffy bot and poor Buffy <laughs> bot is just like I don't know how to what? <laughs> right? Oh, you're just feel so uh, bad for her. You know, it's not her fault. At some point in here, Xander's got a description of Spike that surely launched a thousand fanfics. Spike is strong and mysterious and sort of compact but well-muscled. Okay, this just <laughs> this just feeds the theory that Xander is a little bit bi at least, mm, right? Mm-hmm. He said some similar things about Angel. I it's would true. argue, right? Dark and brooding, there's, yeah. There's a reason we had a whole Zangel fanfic. Mm-hmm. It's a glowing recommendation of Spike. Yeah, it is a glowing recommendation. Yo, when Xander just cries out, I know this, they're both Buffy. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. It's, uh, he knows it. He's got it all figured out. Case closed. Actually, fun fact. This is, oh, uh-huh. this is such a perfect place for this fun fact. In this episode, Nicholas Brennan was sick, and there are a couple of scenes where his twin brother is playing him. What? (laughs) What are the fucking odds, right? No fucking way. (laughs) So I don't know which scenes, and I didn't find out until after I watched it. I I assume it's, you can tell it once you're looking for it, but I don't know which scenes. That's amazing. This is also a great place then for our second segment, Toppelgangers. He's choking me! No, shoot him! He's choking me! I don't know which one to shoot! Flexo, shoot Flexo! Oh, no. So, Michaela, as we know, we've gone through this a couple times already. Right. What are our favorite 
episodes from the first four and a half seasons of this show involving doppelgangers. There are so many more than there should be. Oh my okay. god. So I've compiled oh. a quick list. So this one, obviously, yeah. uh, which is called something or other. Intervention. Uh, intervention. Yeah. Then Doppelgangland. The Wish. Uh, definitely. I would, the Wish. Yeah. I, yeah. The Wish is arguable, but I would include That's it. That's like an alternate universe. Right. Yeah. The Replacement, which is what Xander has just referenced, right. where there were two Xanders. Um, I would argue Bad Eggs might get lumped into that, just because mm. everyone gets taken over mind control-wise. And then I think it's a stronger play for Witch, where Amy's mom is Amy. But then at that point, if we're if we're counting body swaps, then the Faith <laughs> Buffy body swap oh, should yeah, count body- too. Oh, that should count. Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> No, that's a good point. That absolutely counts. What what were those episodes called? This Year's Girl. This Year's Girl, and... yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think we ch- count those both as one. <laughs> yes. Uh, would you agree with Bad Eggs? Yeah. And then, yeah, okay. So then... <laughs> But at that this point, episode... can't we just count every time that Joyce has been hypnotized slash drugged? So that also would include the Moo Ted. episode and Ted. Oh, gingerbread <laughs> yeah. and Ted. Okay. <laughs> I think we've got to cut it off there. We need we need some sort of cut off. <laughs> so then we don't need to rank all of these necessarily. But but I want a, a top, like a favorite from you. And a least favorite out of, let's go through them again, Intervention, Doppelgangland, The Wish, The Replacement, Bad Eggs, Witch, This Year's Girl, Gingerbread, and Ted. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. So in terms of like being a legitimately good episode, you know I love me some Faith Buffy body swap. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Uh, Double Willow is very fun. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love some Vampire Willow? Mm. (laughs) Sure. I mean, yes. <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> the fact that we've got Ted Bad Eggs and, <laughs> what's the fuck? Gingerbread. Gingerbread. Oh. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know that I am not a fan of any of those episodes. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the replacement might be my favorite one of these. Oh, yeah. I mean, this year's girl and who are you are very good, but. I really liked the replacement. I love the fact that it's Nicholas Brendan's twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's just insanity. It's so yeah. crazy. It's it's all good times. Uh, Least favorite. Oh man. Bad eggs. Oh the fucking Gorch brothers. Oh Lyle and yeah. I hate them so but much. That's the fun thing, too, is that this goddamn sex robot episode is like pretty firmly in the middle, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's not the worst thing we've been handed. It is not. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fun. I just wanted to really point out how many like body swap right, or like, doppelganger episodes there have been. I'm horrified that there are so many because I really had not thought about it at all. Yeah. Oh, there Jeez. are a few. This episode, this show. So it's looking like Spike is going to be less cool than Giles and is going to crack under horrific torture. But then he basically just tells Glory to go fuck herself so in a roundabout way. He he picks up on the fact that she's pretty self-centered because he's in the same room as her. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. she's not trying to hide it. And no. so he makes a plan to piss her off so that 
She hits him real hard, thus freeing him from his bindings. (laughs) Which is a, I mean, as far as plans go, it it does work. It's not a great plan. Right. He tells her that Bob Barker is the key. (laughs) Oh, when her minions get so excited, (laughs) we will bring you Bob Barker. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Merc again, and Uh... I just know that it's the office space guy. Just being so hyped about Bob Barker. He's so excited uh, to bring her Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, right. And before he gets kicked out of the room, she's complaining that she's a god. And <laughs> the god of what? Bad home perms? Like, <laughs> damn! Oh, jeez. He insults her fashion sense. Oh, he just fuck. He's just pushing those buttons. All of them. He's got that insight, great. you know? Yo, when Buffybot calls Giles Giles. <laughs> right? It's so funny. <laughs> Spike didn't even didn't even program the right name. <laughs> Giles oh, is just so, so offended by it too. <laughs> well then later Buffy calls him Giles as well. <laughs> Poor Giles. Oh, uh, doesn't deserve it at no, all. he really doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I I really like the difference in Buffy, real Buffy, and her outfit and her demeanor versus perky Buffy bot. Yeah. SMG plays it super well. Really like that. Grossed out by the whole Buffy bot thing still, but what, what FCs, right? Yeah, I mean, she's, like, SMG gets to have fun for the, the most part in this episode. Mm-hmm. So that's good, yeah. at least. And she just is so, so perky. And just so worried about Spike. And it's mm-hmm. it's very funny. So as Spike gets down to the lobby of the building, the Scooberonis all show up to save the day. Giles and Buffy Bot including. <laughs> oh, oh no. This is just going to be some ongoing shit. Poor Giles. Poor Giles. Yeah. yeah, and they have a fight with the minions who are surprisingly competent. Right, man. Like a bit yeah. too competent for me, in all honesty. And Jinx has like just been stabbed a bunch. Oh man, oh, when yeah. <laughs> Glory is commiserating <laughs> or is complaining about Ben stabbing him and reaches over and pokes him in the stab wound. <laughs> just poking him in the stab wound. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, Buffy Bot gets smacked and starts short circuiting, which oh, we're all super depressed about oh, that, I'm sure. Shucks. The robot is broken. <laughs> The robot is broken, Spike is saved, people get away, and yeah, the day is generally saved, except not for Jinx or Merc, who are gonna have a bad time. Yeah, they try to explain to Glory that uh, the Slayer was everywhere, (laughs) which, Mm -hmm. in their defense, right? She was. Poor guys, like, they didn't have much of a chance here. No. No. Oh, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, so we get some screams from them, and I hope that Jinx and Merc are okay, but uh, I really doubt we'll be hearing much from them in the future. Mm, yeah, they're, they've been duly punished in some way. Yeah. Man, remember Dreg? Oh, poor one out, The OG. Man. OG Fuck. minion. <sighs> so the Scooby still haven't killed Spike, and for some reason Willow's looking at what the problem with Buffybot is. Like, no! Okay, so I have... Trash compactor. I have reasons for both of these things. Okay, cool. The reason they haven't killed Spike yet is because they don't know what... He right. told Glory. And they that is yes. something they genuinely need to know. True. The, it's not just feeling bad for him. No. He has legitimate information. Like, yeah. whether, like, killing him, you'll never know. 
if he told Glory mm-hmm. or not. And, like, they need to know that right fucking now. Willow likes computers. I don't know if you remember this. And this is a very fancy computer. She likes computers? <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever seen her around a computer before. At one I've time. I've blocked all those memories out. Even Willow had herself a robot boyfriend. So uh, she, <laughs> she gets it, you know? Uh, yeah. So the idea that Willow would want to sort of see how this robot works makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that she goes so far as to be like, hey, I could totally fix this is gross. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, Spike did get beat up pretty bad. I guess Xander mostly. And you're like, no, Xander. Xander no. is the strangest no, person no, 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 to be no, no. saying that too. Like, that's so not a Xander thing, you know? Yeah. It's really, it's very weird. I like that Tara told Don that Spike built a robot Buffy <laughs> to play checkers with. <laughs> <laughs> It's really on brand for Tara. But like, honestly, what can you tell Dawn? Right? Like, Dawn's not, Dawn's a teenager. She's gonna get it. Sure. But you can't tell her that. No. So you have to tell her something. So what do you tell her? I don't know. So yes, Buffy goes in the guise of Buffybot to see Spike and ascertains that no, he did not tell. Kisses Spike for being a decent sort of chap in the end. So this is them trying to redeem Spike, right? Honestly, that works pretty well for me. It works really well for me, too. And it's actually, like, not that I can forgive him for all of this nonsense, but, you know, despite having built this gross robot Buffy, and mm-hmm. in in essence, he would have thereby, like, not needed to care about real Buffy anymore if, like, his only goal here was sex, right? Mm-hmm. But then he just, he so genuinely is upset by the idea that glory would learn who the key was Mm -hmm. and he has no stake in that other than it would make buffy very sad right like that's real. like he has no other stake in it so like when he says that you're like damn like you actually do care on whatever weird level (laughs) yeah i'm just so excited to see this be like the turning point for spike maybe (laughs) Where things start to get a bit better, because it can't get any worse, uh, This right? has to be rock bottom. This has to be. There's no way you can go worse than this. So yeah, huh. I uh, I just really hope that A, we never see Buffy Bot again. B, Spike is a bit on the mend. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I'd get a real kick out of that. And this, for me, really sells why does Buffy not kill Spike now? Mm-hmm. Because, so part of it is like, he is showing that, like, he does genuinely actually care about her. And he has proven that he is going to literally die to protect Dawn. Yeah, he got tortured quite a lot. And (laughs) she needs people around Mm -hmm. who will die to protect Dawn. True. And he's got superpowers, so that's good. He's strong. He's actually useful. (laughs) Yep. And so if he's actually this committed as committed as he's been claiming to be this whole time he's essentially proven it now so killing spike finally makes no sense yay Yay! and hopefully he's less gross in the future (laughs) yay yay (laughs) michaela 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 how did you like this episode i really think that i'm very good at compartmentalizing this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just pretending that like big parts of it don't happen at all mm-hmm. and then i have a great time <laughs> yeah yeah you know i had a much better time with this than i thought i would 
the oh, the first Slayer stuff is real tedious. It is, and it's but so pointless. We get a hokey pokey out of it. Yeah, that's true. And Giles gets to shake his gourd around. <laughs> yeah, this shake it all about. So, I mean, as we sort of have seen from these Spike being creepy episodes, this episode is very highly rated, mm. right? And this one again is very fun. So that's probably like part of why it's so well received. But on that, um, on the aggregate, aggregate website, this episode is ranked 31st. Wow. Out of 144. 144. And I think it's kind of telling actually. So this is 31. 32 is Band Candy, which Damn. you would argue is also sort of wacky magic fun times. 33 mm-hmm. is Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Which yep. is also Wacky mag- Magic Fun Times. And then episode 30 is the first Halloween where they get turned into their costumes. Okay. So, like, there's this weird sweet spot of the, the fun Wacky Magic Fun Times episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I would rate Band Candy much more highly than this one, but that's, I think, personal bias <laughs> we're, we're being exposed. So, we're so biased. We just love us some Teenage Giles. Oh, and Teenage Joyce is... Teenage Joyce. Best Joyce. Best Joyce ever. One fun thing that I noticed looking back for the body swap episodes Mm. or doppelganger episodes, I didn't fully appreciate or I didn't really remember that Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered is one before passion. And then right after that, it's killed by death. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? Who decided that ordering (laughs) for these episodes? God, imagine watching, you know, the fun one. You're like, what a fun yeah. show. Then you get this emotional whiplash where like a major character is literally killed on screen. And then, and then it's you 42 have to minutes watch of nothing. Killed by death. And you're like, wait, isn't this show amazing? I don't know anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. Gross. That's a sucker punch for you. <laughs> Michaela, what do you think Teeks called his review for this episode the one with the buffy bot correct word for word uh, it couldn't Absolutely. be anything else <laughs> michaela i'm about to blow you away hold on to your socks oh i'm grab holding. your horses oh excellent i love this episode it's one of my all-time favorite episodes from the season as well as the series <laughs> boutiques one of the 50 cool good yep <laughs> Dropping those truth bombs. I do find it super creepy that Spike made a Buffy robot to have sex with. That's a little too far, you don't say. You don't say. (laughs) So I misread this first line horribly as I was reading it. uh, And went, went back and realized it's far more reasonable than I thought. In this episode, Buffy feels as if she is being turned into stone because of her Slayer duties. Right. And I was like... Buffy's being turned into stone? What fucking episode did I watch? You're like, Teeks, no. You, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) That's not this episode. Spoilers, Teeks, spoilers. Spoilers for the episode where Buffy turns to stone. Into stone, yeah. (laughs) Like, how boring is that episode? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so Giles takes her to a remote spot in the desert so she can go on a vision quest. Spike's robot version of Buffy is complete, and he is having a lot of fun having sex with it. Uh. Okay, so yeah, you know, summarizes everything here. Right, they all go save Spike and then Buffy, pretending to be the Buffy bot, figures out if he spilled the beans on Don's secret. 
After she discovers that he didn't, she kisses him, and Spike realizes that she's actually Buffy. Fun fact, the first. This is the first time that Buffy and Spike kiss without magical involvement. Correct. Fun fact, the second. When both Buffys are in the same room at the same time, Xander says, I know this, they're both Buffy. This is a reference to when Xander was split in half earlier in the season. Oh, Teeks. <laughs> Just telling us. I mean, again, those are literal facts, so I can't dispute <laughs> it. Yeah. And I had fun with them. <laughs> Best part of the episode, when Buffy kisses Spike. For real. Ooh. Worst part of the episode, when Spike has sex with Buffybot because it's creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on the money there, Teeks. Overall, what do you think? Nine. Ten. Damn. Out of ten. Which in my ratings book is freaking, freaking ridiculous. Perfect, Teeks. Perfect. Michaela, winner of the episode. Oh, huh. Uh, huh. I'm, yeah, that's I tricky hesitate one. to say it's not. Well. <laughs> it's not Spike because you got the crap tortured out of okay, him. Okay, hear me out. Go for it. He got a fun sex robot. Uh huh. Then he got the crap tortured out of him. Yeah, that then, was. Then. Instead uh-huh. of being killed by Buffy, ah. he gets kissed by Buffy, which oh. is a lot better than he probably expected. Yes. Like, I'm sure in if you had said, hey, Spike, Buffy's going to find about this sex robot you made of her, he'd be like, well, that's it for me. <laughs> and it should have been. Bye, folks. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I'll, I'll support that. Because I don't know who else wins at all. You know? Yeah, not a lot of people. No. I mean, Giles Don develops a gets to shake that great new gourd. trait. So. Yeah. Giles. Giles, you mean. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, best outfit of the episode? I mean, I have to go. I feel like Glory just keeps winning, but <laughs> yeah. she doesn't have a lot of competition is the other problem. Is it the fashionable bedspread or the second twin set backless dress? Fashionable bedspread bedspread i think okay gotta give sounds it, good give it to that new outfit i'll drop a fun fact on you final time we see warren in this series what yep definitely fact that's a linley guarantee <laughs> like you were reading that from teeks and i'm like no teeks you can't be that dumb <laughs> linley guarantee and we all know Lindley those are guarantee. worth gold zero fools oh, yes gold <laughs> fools gold yes yeah. All right, Michaela, what is coming up next time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? The next episode is called Tough Love. As Uh Buffy begins to turn to stone. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Her friends find that only the power of love can reverse the effects of the dastardly spell. (laughs) Great. I'm so looking forward to it. You should be. Yeah, it's going to be a doozy. If it's anything other than that, I'm going to be so disappointed. Well... Who's to say? We're getting late in this season. I barely realized this is episode 18. 18, yeah. Got, we got four left, right? You haven't got to wrap this shit up, man. I mean, they know where Glory lives now, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're getting real close then. Real close. Good times. Okay, until then, or until next week, then, our uh, listeners can always find us on Facebook, where all of the pictures will be. And they're some pretty great ones, especially of turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> they can email us, beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com. And if they'd like to reach out to us personally, we can be found on Hacker News, news.ycombinator.com. I'm on there at Hackerman, Michaela. I'm on there at, if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Damn it. Yeah! <laughs> until next time. 
Farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hellmouth.